0: And welcome to Reality in Christ, Worship and Word broadcast here on True Radio Network. I'm your host, Reverend Thomas Dwayne Smith. Tonight's going to be a short abbreviated show. Just going to talk about some things, hit a little word, a little prayer, and then we're going to go from there. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the praise and worship portion of Worship and Word here on Love Talk Radio.
3: was blind
1: with it And the madness surrounds me like a child.
0: in Christ Worship and Word Radio here on True Radio Network. I'm your host, Reverend Thomas Duane Smith. And first of all, I want to thank Parker J. Cole, author of Many Strange Women, for her generous sponsorship of True Radio Network. Please pick up a copy of Many Strange Women on Amazon Barnes and Noble where any any good paperback or so Barnes and Noble borders. Amazon pick up electronic cart copy. So I wanna play one more song by a really good friend of mine. All i got to say is God bless her because she has a tremendous heart and tremendous love for Jesus. This will be our last worship song of the day. Our show is only going to be an hour. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to Reality in Christ Worship and Word here on Love Talk Radio Network. And that was our worship portion of Worship and Word. And we're getting ready to get into the Word of God. But first and foremost, we want to open up with the Word of Prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another opportunity. To worship and love you Just to listen to what it is That you have us to say today Lord God Father I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus For my friend today Who's going to join me in discussion Lord God Because we're going to keep it short and simple We're going to keep it real Because Father There's too much division In every aspect of our society Lord God Father we know We know who are against you who's not willing to stand before you. But even among the body of Christ, even among those who are supposed to uh, represent and stand for you, Lord God, there's the infighting. So, Father God, I feel that you have led it on, led, laid it on my heart to address this issue once and for all and to be forever recorded in these archives. We give you glory, honor, and praise, Father. In the unmatchless name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. And before I bring one of my favorite people on, I'm going to read the scripture. Read the word. And it's the 11th chapter of Luke, 14 through the 17th verse. Actually, I am going to read through Um, I'm going to read through 14 through 20 actually
1: from Luke the
0: 11th chapter. And then I'm going to bring on Miss Tyhe. And he was casting out a demon and it was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke and the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, he cast out demons by Beelzebub,
2: the ruler of
0: demons. Others to test him were demanding of him a sign from heaven but he knew their thoughts and said to them, any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and a house divided against itself falls. If Satan is also divided against himself how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul uh, and if I by Beelzebub cast out demons by whom do your sons cast them out? So they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God upon you. Now, now, as I was reading that scripture, I understand that in that case, Jesus was talking about uh, casting out demons in the name of Beelzebub, because that's what they had accused him. But here's one little interesting piece of information that applies also to the kingdom of God. And and folks, here's the situation. Denominations are not biblical. Hate to break it to you, but they're not. And all the infighting that is going on in the body of Christ among the pro-life movement, among the conservative movement, you know, the bastions of biblical principles, supposedly, is grieving God's heart. And I want to bring in my friend, Taiz Martinez, who right now is in the desert. Ms. Thais, how are you? I'm doing great, Yourself? You're doing great?
4: Yes, I am.
0: That's good. Um, before we go on, may I ask how your mom is doing?
4: Mom's home. She's still needing prayer, but we are okay. i praying every day.
0: Well, we will be... We can pray for her on the show, too. Um, but we've had this discussion about the vision and, and the sort on more than a few occasions. But I believe, Tahees, that it is time that the body of Christ, the pro-life movement, conservatives, we stop talking about the problem and we start to focus on the solution. Because my irritation is the fact that while we're fighting among ourselves, those who are opposed to the things that we stand for are making advances. And you know, and exactly. let's use the, you know, let's use the one issue that that affects us, you and I, both the most. Besides the fact that we're believers, but that's the pro-life issue. And you have the infighting between those who believe in incremental steps to ending abortion and those who believe in ending abortion uh, point blank. And um, you and I um, haven't been, you know, been a part of the exceptions clause, if you will. You know, we were kind of, we're kind of in the middle of that whole argument. But this is, you know, in discussion and knowing how both sides are going at it, I had an epiphany, Mm
1: -hmm. and the
0: epiphany is this. You can take steps to end abortion incrementally and be against exceptions. The problem that people don't understand because, because of a narrative that has been put out there, if you're for incrementalism, you're for exception. that's not, that's not necessarily the case. Because as I've had to point out to people, just because I don't agree, agree with that methodology, it doesn't mean that I'm against their efforts. The reason why I don't agree with that uh, methodology, apart from the fact that I was born under the exceptions clause, is that I don't think it anticipates the move by the other side. Because, as you know, you know, we have bills that have exceptions in it, and then they, they take it to court. So see what we are not realizing is that they don't care one way or another. they're going after bill, they're going for a pro-abortion laws 100 percent unfettered so they they're doing incremental steps as well. Here's the problem we haven't caught that. It's either all or nothing and those of us who are under the exceptions clause. were conceived or had situations that put us in those circumstances, we're caught in the middle. So what say you, Taithi?
4: Well, I believe, okay, I do believe that we need to totally abolish abortion. I agree with that. Because, you know, my child, she's not a monster. She's not a, she wasn't a monster. She wasn't some kind of, you know, demon spawn, as she's recently been called. That.
1: Right. Upset me a lot, <laughs>
4: but I also believe that the I believe that it should be completely abolished. I don't agree that it should be step by step, but I don't agree with how we're we're, we're taking the steps to abolish it because we're looking no better than 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 the ones that want to keep it. That's where I'm at with this. I see explain, that there's a lot of
0: what you mean by that.
4: Yeah, explain what I you see mean a by lot
0: that
4: of, I see a lot of fighting, a lot of arguing, right? a lot of bantering back and forth. Now where's the Christ in this? Right. Where's the Christ in this? I know Jesus was a warrior. He was a warrior. He came to he was he's one of the ultimate kick booty guy God. Jesus what he was, that's what he was. He came with the sword and said, I'm going to fix this. He came with the ideal of bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. And that wasn't some a simple feat. But the fact does remain is, is that everything he did was in love. How do you accuse, but, you know, you cannot accuse someone of but, not knowing the Bible when they don't know the Bible. Of course you can't accuse them because the Bible says they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Education is the key. Now, what I do on a daily basis is that I educate. I do not sit there and browbeat women and go, well, you're going to keep this baby because you're going to keep it because it's – no, that's not the way to go. That is not the way to live. It is not even a way to show Christ. How in the world are we showing Jesus when we're sitting here browbeating these people? We are acting no better than they are. In anger, we speak. Isn't the Bible very specific? He goes, be slow to anger. Watch your tongue because it's the most evil thing in the world. Right. You know, we're not watching what we're saying. We're beating these people down with scripture. Where does the Bible say that we're supposed to beat people? Isn't the Bible say that we're supposed to exhort them and guide them through? That's what I, that's the Bible yep. I read. You know, if I you know. Love... I'm sorry. Go ahead. ahead.
0: No, no, no. I you know that
4: it's very, very difficult for you know emotions flare. I I get it. You're talking about my child. You're talking about my baby. And you're calling my baby these things. I understand that, but we have to, it's kind of like when I start speaking on pro-life, yes, I'm speaking because I had a child out of incest. I had a child out of rape. I am not a sicko. And I've been called that every time I talk to someone. Why am I the sicko when I save the life? The, The problem is, is that, We're sitting here and society is calling what is good evil and what is evil good, and then us as Christians are going, no, we're raising the Bible and we're thumping people on the head with the Bible going, no, that's wrong. Well, no, that's not the way to go either. It's not the way to go. Right. We have to have a prayerful strategy to do this. And if we're not doing it prayerfully, I'm sorry, we're not doing it right
0: and and i and I agree with that. I agree with that
1: now now i'm gonna um, go
0: back to something that you said about um abolishing human abortion, you know in one step yes i i I know it can be done. I know it can be done here Here's the problem though here's the problem what it's going to take do that Taiki. Is it's going to take people directly focusing on um, directly focusing on the one single issue that is capable of striking fear in the heart of pro-abortion supporters, and that is dealing with the specific reasoning behind abortion, and that is the blatant racism. But the problem with that is that when it comes to that issue, uh, pro-lifers they get scared. They get very scared because if they if they um, expose it for what it really is, then they will lose some of their potential audience and potential donors. Had had an individual. Well, not interv- Hold on, hold on. I had a potential mm-hmm. interview. A person that we interviewed, a pro life speaker, who told us they were encouraged not to mention um, the the uh, racial disparity disparity when it comes to that issue. And it's like, you know, that's that's the root cause. You have to get to the root cause. And when you get to the root cause and you expose the blatant evil, that's when, that's when you start making major headway. So go ahead. What's your comment? Well,
4: I don't believe it's just, and I know this is going to sound horrible, but I don't believe it's just the pro-lifers or the pro-choicers. I also believe it's the pro-lifers. They're making way too no, much that's money what on I'm, this. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah. the pro-choice, pro-life. Pro-life yeah. will not touch the racial aspect of it. That's what I'm talking about. And I, I don't they're... understand.
4: And that's because, that is because they're making enough money and, and they're making money on it. And it is. it's not that they're there for the children. It's that they're there for the money.
0: Right. And – I
4: have seen it firsthand. I mean, honestly, you know, okay, so if they want to hit the racism, let's, great, let's do this. Let's go to the communities where, let's go to the communities in, like, New York City where most, most of the people that are having the abortions and rape are Latino. Right. And, 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 and And Blacks. And, um I'm, you know. Really? You know, the, the 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 whole thing about changing the rooms for a and I'm not I have nothing against anybody. I am I'm a mutt, I'm mixed with everything. Okay? Right. The whole thing about a, a, a young young white lady going in with same time as the, a young black lady or young Latino lady and she gets to clean a room. Excuse me, what is the difference besides her skin color? Don't yeah,
0: it's, right. it's about and Kermit, Kermit Gosnell was good at that. He was very good mm-hmm. at that, actually. And and a lot of a lot of abortionists are like that. But uh, but what it boils down to is this: you have you you have people that are afraid to to do what it takes to end abortion because if you if you start throwing the blatant racism back in their face, they will get cold feet. But that's that's the issue. And that's the only way. And I've always known this. That's the only way that you can abolish abortion right off the bat. But until until pro lifers recognize truly recognize and they do from a distance, but in in a lot of them, they have been told, Shh, don't upset the apple cart because you'll cause us to lose donors and stuff like that." And that's garbage because if in the meantime we have to we have to take the steps legislati- legislatively because I know. I've always known, Taheef, that that is the way. But at the same time, you deal in with people who a lot of, a lot of them, you know, they're operating from what they know. But there are, of the 80% of people who are pro-life with exceptions, I would say 30 to 40% of those actually hold the stance that those babies aren't important and they're worthy of sacrifice. The other sixty percent they need to be educated. So we have to focus on educating them so that they know. But at the same time, we cannot tear down we cannot tear down the steps that are being being done legislatively unless we have um, legislation prepared as well. Or all we do, all we continue to do is is just cause an infighting. And that's now why you saw the ad this this past Tuesday or Monday of Cecile Richard hold, um, holding up the signs talking about um, encouraging men to give their girlfriends and, and wives abortions for Valentine's Day.
4: Yeah, that was I mean thing.
0: because things are things are so blatant things are so blatant that it's it's like it's crazy It's crazy. So go ahead. Which, uh, I mean
4: when 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 I said when I saw that ad I I was disgusted but in another extent it kind of made me laugh because you know people have been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing the problem is is that women allow you know in rape and incest uh cases, which is what they use us as an exception. They use us as an exception, Thomas. They say, well, it's because the mother doesn't want the child. I would like to sit down with some of them people and say, how do you know? I deal with women on a daily basis, daily basis, that don't want to kill their children. Right. How do you know? Where do you get your information, because I'm getting a restraint from the victim. And I had this gentleman tell me that I had no right to speak my opinion. Well, the problem is, is that if you have a right to speak my your opinion, so do I. I don't push for death. I don't push for people to die. Because I don't have your same opinion does not mean that it is wrong. Education right. is the key. The Bible says that we perish for lack of knowledge. So right. the more we educate women, the more we educate not just the women, the men that are involved. Now, using birth control or, or, or abortion as a birth control, please don't even go there with me. That kicks me off to know. And due to the fact that a child, it's like you know, letting closing the barn door when the horses have already gone out. Hello, where have you been? You're pregnant right. already. You're already, yeah, there's, there's no excuse for that. You did the act, now you need to be an adult and accept the responsibility, however right. it goes. Either giving the child up for adoption, because it is a child. It is a child. It is not a lump of cells. It's not this parasite. I read a couple days ago about how a child is a parasite. I was in near tears. Good Gugamugga, I was crying. How can you think of your child as a parasite? Right. You know, it's just I believe that if women were educated, if options were open, if legislatures And the legislator would lower, first of all, lower the adoption um, cost. There would be more children adopted. But there has to be steps to be taken. The abolishing abolishing abortion has to happen, and we have to stop being a scapegoat. So the issue is, is when a woman of rape or incest is speaking, the best thing for you to do is stop arguing with her because she's been there, done that, and she's. Wrote, you know, just, I, I actually got a T-shirt for it. So yeah, right. been there, done that, and got the T-shirt. We are not being listened to because we are the ones sitting here going proactively, going proactively, right. going. This isn't. This isn't needed. This isn't needed. This isn't needed because there there are plenty of women that have lived and are living happy lives with their children.
0: Right.
4: And they just don't want to look at us. They just don't want to look at us. And that is the major issue, and that is why a lot of us, I believe, become angry. That's why a lot of us, I do believe, get up there and, you know, want to be in your face because of the fact that, yeah, we've been there. We've walked this road, and the only thing that you can do to tell us, the only thing you can tell us is why why you feel that it's not good, but accepting our views as well and understanding that, we, again, again, I keep going back to you're saying, that they're saying, quote, unquote, saying they're doing it so that they can protect the rape victim. But if the rape victim is the one speaking, how are you protecting the rape victim? It doesn't make any sense to me. Right, right. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: So um, in the last few minutes, because we're doing, going to do a short show today, um, so, what solutions we need to come up with solutions because no one else is trying to figure it out. So, okay, we need to come up with some solutions. What do we do? Because well, you know, I do obviously... believe... go
4: ahead. No, go I do ahead. believe the first thing we need to do is, I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but we need to sit down and respect other people's opinions. I fellow Christians, we need to sit down and say, okay, let's just have a powwow. Let's talk about what we can do. Let's talk about what the Bible says we can do. And then let's go into prayer and get a Holy Ghost movement. Because the only time that we should be moving is when the Holy Spirit says so. Because if if, if the Holy Spirit isn't moving us, then what is moving us? Our own flesh. And if our own flesh didn't do it the first time, and that's why the bill passed the first time. How is it going to change anything now? Right. Okay. We need to get into the realm of the spirit. We need to stand before God and say, God, your plan is the only plan that matters. Tell us what to do. Because, the, you know, it's kind of like Moses said, I don't want to go where he's not, where he's not with me. I am no. not going to move until God says, this is how it's got to be done. Doing it this way causes a victory. Yes, maybe like Gideon, we're going to have three hundred people that follow us, but he won those battles. Maybe like Paul, right. we're going to have to keep justifying and keep fighting and keep speaking. And but I think we can, we can make it if we listen, and we're a unified front.
0: Right. Right, right, right. Which so means
4: even, even though I don't like your opinion, and, and I'm not saying I do or I don't, Thomas, I'm just saying, hey, Thomas, you know I disagree on something, but I still respect you as a brother. I'm not going to sit there and blow in your face, blow smoke up your butt. I'm going to speak right. to you and I'm going to respect your decision and come to a compromise because your plan is gifted by the holy spirit my plan is gifted by the holy spirit we all come together holy spirit guides us through what both and and gets the best of both of the whole plan right it's communication we are we are lacking in communication through the christian through the christian society itself in all, on and all because we're 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 subjugated by by Baptist, Jew, uh, Baptist, uh, Pentecostal, non-denominational. All this is blocking us because we're sitting here going, well, you know, he doesn't believe but you know. What get off your high horses?
0: Exactly. People are dying every day.
4: Children are dying every day because we're sitting here going, oh well, you know, because he doesn't do it my way. You know what? Do we believe in the same God? Is your God Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Then let's work together. Because we are not the body of Christ. We're sitting here subjugating everybody and separating. We are doing the same right. thing that they did in the slave days. Oh, well, they don't, you know, they don't agree with me, so I'm just not even going to bother with them. That's a, form of, right. that's a form of racism. Let's get off our high horses and let's deal with this problem as a family. You're my brother. I'm your sister. The Bible says that we are covered under the blood of the Lamb. He did not leave a church. He left a body of people to do better things.
0: Right. Right. And that's you know, where I'm at. Well, and then it sounds like you're right where I'm at because you know while you know I don't I don't agree with incrementalism, but I see I see the for those who I've talked to, I see their viewpoint, and the reason why I was able to see that because I did exactly what you were talking about, and I talked to them. It wasn't you <laughs> know calling names, and and folks, I'm just I'm just I'm just going to uh, I'm just gonna come out and say it. This war between Abolish human abortion and and pro-lifers is stupid, ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Because AHA, whether you realize it or not, you're not real. If you keep telling people you're, they're not pro-life because they believe in incrementalism. Well, I can call you on that because I can I can d- distinctly tell you that I don't remember any AHAers commenting about the 13-year-old black girl who was on life support um, um, said that she was brain dead. Folks, that's a life issue. But there was only three, really, three major pro-life figures, one a doctor, the other part of the National Black Pro-Life Coalition, and then someone, another doctor, and maybe a few working behind the scenes. But but the main pro-life organizations across the country didn't touch it. And the reason why they didn't touch it was because of the race of the girls. So until you're consistently pro-life across the board on all issues, and not just, not just the coming to save the life of a baby, because that's important, but that's not the only pro-life issue. You have euthanasia. You have honor killing of Muslim women. You have human sex trafficking. You have the unlawful persecution of Christians around the world. Folks, those are life issues. You have embryonic stem cells, the cloning, of baby. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So if you want to try to put yourself up on a pedestal like you all that, you need to be careful because, when you have a finger pointing at somebody, you have five more pointing back at you. So what it boils down to, we need to work together. We need to come together um, unified and not divided, and that's on the real. What say you? I'll give you the last word, Taise.
4: I'm not going to blast anybody in particular. I think we all just because it's not just. It's not just um, certain groups. I believe it's, it's, it's on a whole. I believe that the movement can have and flourish and will flourish. Because I do believe that we have godly men and women that are wanting this. But we have to work together. We have to stop fighting. We have to stop arguing. We have to get on the same page. Have to. Because the Bible says that, you know, if we don't gather with God, we scatter. And those aren't, that's not what we want. We don't want to be scattered all over the world. We have to be a unified body of Christ, a unified body of Christ. Right. And that's, that's, that's my thing. Just think about, you know, So Go ahead. I just keep praying. I'm gonna keep praying. I I love my brothers and sisters. I agree with a lot of what they're doing. I agree with a lot of what they're. I disagree with some of what they're doing as well, but I love them.
0: As do I. And sometimes when you when you love someone, you 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 sometimes you have to you have to call it out. And that's, what, that's what's going on here. You have, to, you have to call it out. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And division in the body of Christ, folks, this is what this is about. Division in the body of Christ in the pro-life movement is wrong. Until we can come together, talk about, hammer out, iron out our issues, we're going to keep being pounded. We're going to keep going down in into, defeat. Into even though the Word of God actually says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And having said that, Tahith, I want you to close us out with prayer, and and then after you pray, I'm going to say a prayer for your mom, and you're going to call it a day. I'm going to play a few more worship songs and end the show.
4: All right. Well, thank you so much. Let's <clears throat>
0: Let's go before God's
4: throne. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for everything that you are doing in our lives. Lord God, we bless your name and we seek your face, not your hand, Father. Father, we seek the wisdom of God. You said that if we lack in wisdom, to ask you. And Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you. I thank you for the wisdom that you're pouring out right now. Father, you know the struggles that we are going through. We have to become one body. Lord, help us to guide us through that. Let your hands and our feet be yours. Let us, let our spirits shrink as yours becomes great enough. Lord, I love you. I honor you and I worship you daily. And I pray that this movement becomes like waves waves tidal waves that come across this land fighting for the life of every person in jesus name
0: amen amen Dear Heavenly Father, right no. now in the name of Jesus, I lift my Jesus' mom up to you, Father God. Father, we ask you to pour out your healing power and your strengthening virtue, your love, Lord God, mm-hmm. in the to raise her up off the sick bed, Father God, because you said in your word Isaiah, Isaiah 53, 5, 2 Peter 2:24, 2, 24, Lord God, that we are healed and we were healed, Father God. So we thank you that our healing is past tense, Lord God. And so, Father, we ask you to bring this healing into present tense, to manifest it in our bodies, Lord God. And, Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to honor Tahitian, for her faithfulness in being of service to her mom in her time of need, Lord God. Father, we say we love you and we bless you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: <clears throat> All right, Miss Ty I am going to put on something about that name Jesus, which is a 10-minute song. And... I love you. God bless you, my you, friend. Brother. And I am going to get that thing that you typed, um, sent me a message about done. Actually, I oh, pulled okay. it up, but I hadn't got it done yet. So no, I'll not, get that done. As soon as you get your
4: thing done, that's fine. I was just wondering, y'all have a good night. God bless y'all. I love you. Be blessed.
0: All righty. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.
2: We're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Let me turn that around again. We're living in a day and time where everybody sings the name God, but nobody wants to say the name Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't want to offend the Arabs. And so therefore we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, when every Buddhist, when every Jew, will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that at the name of Jesus every knee shall die so I want every blood-washed believer to not wait until then and if you've ever gone through something you know right here that there's something about the name something, else. something about the name something about the name something about the name Is the sweetest name
1: It is
2: the sweetest name I know And I love that name Oh, how I love that name Oh, how
1: I love that name
2: It is the sweetest name we have It is the sweetest name just take a minute and explain to him what you really, really trying to say. What oh, you really trying to say? Some people, some people say I'm crazy, but I can't explain. I can't explain the power, the power that I mm-hmm. when you call his name. When I call your name,
1: that
2: fire, that fire is just like fire. Where's it? Where's it? When the Holy Ghost gets the
1: movement,
2: said won't leave me alone. And when the Everybody. Something, like a, yeah, yeah. Something about the name, Something about the name. Something about the name, Is the sweetest name in year. Sweetest name, yeah How sweet is it, how sweet is it I want you to tell choice for a minute How sweet, sweet as honey That is sweet as honey Yes, yeah, yeah. oh From the honeycomb Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir When the Holy Ghost gets to moving He just won't leave me alone That <laughs> he won't leave me alone Oh, no Tell every Muslim, make it through. At the name of Jesus. the name of Jesus. What's going to happen to him? Every knee has got the bow. So tell don't wait. You don't have to wait till the fire comes. What can they do? You can clap your hands. Pray now. Oh, yeah. yeah on, let yeah, me hear you. Yeah, yeah. Something about the Something about that thing. Sweetie! I'm the to was our three-year-old, had to take him to an emergency room because he had walking pneumonia. And she, you know, you take health for granted until it's your health. Just like we take food for granted until we run out of food. Just like we take our spouses for granted until we're walking by the casket and all we can do is wish that we could do things different. Just like children take their parents for granted. But I want to let you know, even when we take God for granted, what's so amazing about God is Paul says he does not treat us as our sins deserve. So that means that even in my imperfection, God is still perfect with his grace and his mercy. That's why I don't want people getting comfortable with praising the Lord just when the Lord gives them something. See, you got to learn how to praise him because of who he is. Precred, because he, when you praise him for who he is, Prince, rap, you don't have to wait till the trouble comes to learn how to praise him. I want every blood-washed believer uh-huh. that has fallen in love with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you having a pair with Jesus, but I'm talking about you love him, you love him, you love him, not because of what he's done, but because of who he is. Yes, Everybody, we're gonna sing this chorus together. And even if you can't sing, even if you don't know the words, you can give God an oath. And that oath can mean to you whatever that oath needs to mean to you. Can we sing it right there? Can we sing that chorus right there? Everybody, everybody, everybody. Oh,